With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I said what you know about it. It's the stool, baby. Got the knees in plus. Young stool, baby. And the room a lot. That is so sweet of you. For the man who has everything, I, know. I give him something he didn't have. That's right. Wow, that's and beautiful. Yeah, I've never had this before. He's very good. It's pretty Looks chill. Amazing. Is that tequila? No, it's uh, rum. It's rum. Oh, it's rum. Okay. It's, it's a good sipper and it's good in a dark and storm. Mm. It hits all the hits oh. all your marks. God good, bless Good you. with the rock. I feel like rum is having a moment right now. It tastes good. Yeah, it tastes really good. It was it mixes gin and well. now it's rum. Yeah. yeah. And it mixes well. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. And it tastes good on its own. And it gets you drunk. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Can you hand me that oh, yeah. one? I had a cocktail from a restaurant in Monterey that, that is doing their own barrel-aged Negronis. Ooh. Uh, which is crazy. They had huge casks sitting above the bar. And like the bartender's names were signed on them and dated when it was cacked. The Negronis move because it's you can just make a huge batch of it and there's no, there's no fruit or sugars really. It's just all yeah. bitters and alcohol. So it just keeps and keeps and keeps mm-hmm. and keeps. Yeah, it's yeah. like the smartest thing to make. I had a Negroni slushy. In yeah. Chicago. Mm, At where is it? That sounds really good. I forget where it was from. I, my friend told me about that. It was, it was that was fried chicken place ever had. in yeah. Chicago. Damn. I forget the name. Is Halloween's open yet? You're listening no, to the stew. <laughs> my name is Jason Stewart. This is my food podcast. Hello. Andre Conaparo, say hello. What's that? Chris Stewart, say hello. Hi, guys. We have one guest today. One Hi. guest. We got Cozy's. Cozy's back. Adriana, say hello. Cozy is back. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Hi. Double A. We're talking rum. We just closed the door. Pickles is chilling. Sam is chilling. He looks chill. You just, give, you just gave Andre a birthday present. When his birthday was not. 3.5 months after. Yeah. But still. more Better than, than nothing. More than welcome. So happy. It just got. I got so used to it being in the corner of my bedroom. I was like, oh, that looks good over there. <laughs> and today I was like. That oh god, you have to give that. To have you ever been tempted to like keep someone's birthday gift because it's been so long? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I have to. Yeah. Have you ever been tempted to, or have you ever done did done it? Because I've definitely done that. Probably, yeah. I feel like I have done that, Most but I can't months. think of the instance where I actually did it. But I feel like that's something I would see do. See this laptop? Mm-hmm. That's how I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Yeah. The best. You're but the see, best. I'm inspired by this move because now I want to recruit like three friends to give me a birthday gift every like three months like set it up like you've got march on lock i'm gonna reach out to you mm. jason i'm gonna try and get you to get maybe august locked down yeah, for yeah. me okay. these are things that you have to do when your birthday falls the day after december Christmas. 26 exactly I'm so ready. you're um this is a genius idea thank you <laughs> <laughs> yes. I implemented it it really is good, it is good. i got so excited when you lift like you're like 
I remember when it was my birthday and you told me you got something and you were excited to give it to me and I got very excited. Yeah. And then that was it. It was like almost like that was enough that you thought of my birthday. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't need the present. He just thought of it. It was really sweet. Yeah. But now you hand me this silver package, this beautiful Diplomatico Anejo rum. <laughs> double gold what metal region of Mexico are you from? Because your accent is mm, delicioso. <laughs> I do. I speak a lot of languages. Yeah, I can see that. Um, well, so hope, it's too this. bad that you found out about this birthday idea so late into your adult life and yeah, so you know true. imagine being like five years old and having your parents <laughs> give you that sick idea that would never play it, it could play well you'd have to chase that would be awkward like chasing it down being like yeah almost the end of the month <laughs> jason august is almost over just mm. throwing that out there <laughs> nothing <laughs> coming up work. uh coming up snake eyes so far we'll set so a google reminder that would work yeah, we'll do a cow so um we didn't we did not podcast last week sorry People were out of town. People were working. People were sick. Who has the time? I miss these all the time, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're a busy boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. I'm just, yeah, I mean, but we're here. Good. We're gonna make up for it with a great pod this week, guys. Really? Yep. We haven't podded together. We've been in the same place at the same time, but we've never spoken together or recorded it. We haven't. I thought the last one you were there. No, you couldn't make it. Mm-mm. Is this your second or your third? This is my third. Third. That's what I and that was. I'm a veteran. You were podcasting with Jason and Chris. Chang. Hi, Chase. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't listen. That would give you the current title holder, right? You're the three-timers yeah, club. Yeah, I would is... say so. You're yeah. Really? It's been a year since I've done it, yeah. I feel like. Three-timers no. club. Yeah. Because the last time I did it was for Pi Day. Yeah. Mm. Remember? And that was last year. Yeah, and you've had a book cookbook. Yeah, I, was I did. Since then. Damn, October. Is good. Yeah. I have a good memory. Let's... Yeah, you are good like that. You probably don't even want to talk about the cookbook anymore, do you? No, I do. Yeah. You want to buy it? <laughs> yeah. We've got some of the trunk, baby. Still. Anybody here? Uh, anybody we have, here we have a listenership. Uh huh. Not much of a readership. They're more like hearers than right. Than exactly. Lookers. That's okay. You know. Yeah. What are you gonna do? No James Beard this time. No. Well, it had crafts in it. I think that I'm thinking that that's the sole reason that was why the I wasn't one nominated. Thing that kept you out. Yeah. Um, that's Beard. Yeah. So the book that when did it come out? Like a October. Month? Like a month of October ago? <laughs> yeah. Like that? Yeah, it came out in October. It was it was it came out in October because it's like a gifting book. Yeah. So the idea is that people would gift it to one another for Christmas. Yeah, or isn't isn't like like fall is the cookbook prime time. Like it you is. want it to come out shortly before Christmas. Yeah, I mean a lot of people a lot of the big books come out before um Christmas, but I mean I know of some pretty successful books that have come out like in spring it depends sort of also what your book is about i mean sure. if it's about like herbs or like fruit i had a friend who i have a friend who's coming out with a book next week and it's like about fruit obviously it's going to come out leading into spring and summer yep. mm-hmm. um unless you're dealing with citrus that's Just true she has citrus and apples and pears yeah. and stuff but how do you write a cookbook about fruit what how do you write a cookbook about fruit <laughs> Well, it's more like recipes with fruit in them. Got it. Like a lot of baking recipes with fruit in them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Smoothies. Sm- yeah, smoothies. <laughs> Popsicles. <Juices. Ooh. laughs> Alcoholic beverages. Yeah. I feel like fruit's going to make a comeback this year, guys. A gorgonzola-based salad. <laughs> gorgonzola. The gorgonzola. Um, I'm just sticking to fruit. So your foods. book, ha- so it's like 75% food, 25% craft? Yeah, I would put Is it about, yeah. Fair? Yeah. Can you it, describe some of these crafts? Sure. Like uh, my favorite one is the 
is the dip dyed dog leash. Oh, right. Whoa. Yeah, you can make a dip dyed dog leash for your dog or favorite person. No. <laughs> your slave. This dog <laughs> leash is for my dog. Yeah. Your rave slave. Um, and then there's also, I there's like this method of um, tie dyeing, this like Japanese uh, technique called shibori. And so there's like, you basically take a plank of wood and it, I guess it could be any shape, but in the book it's a square. And you put it on either side of a folded piece of linen, and then you tie it with rubber bands, secure it with rubber bands, and then you dip it into dye. And so, and then you let it dry, and then when it comes out, it's like little squares. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. The dye, yeah, it's like a pattern. So that's probably my favorite craft. Whoa. I feel like I like the sound of that more than normal tie-dye by a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like tie-dye. Oh, my God. Sam yeah, brought out the book. I, like, I know it's here. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Sam still waiting brought on me my, a copy of the book. I'm waiting on my copy of the pancake book. Oh yeah, I have one. Part of my body is in there. It is, it is. Yeah. It's uh-huh. in like the. It's like near uh-huh. the chapter title or whatever. Part of yeah. your body is in. Yeah, because he I came to my pancake breakfast. Yeah, Shoot. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like part of the. You know, she needed. That's how long out. we've known each yeah, other. That's what's time. crazy. It's, yep. I left a little That's piece of me in that cookbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ate a lot of fucking pancakes that day, and it was great. I remember that. <laughs> in a lot. I feel like I never eat pancakes. I don't eat pancakes either anymore. <laughs> it's a good, like... Making a pancake cookbook will fuck you up for pancakes forever, huh? Yeah. Probably like a, a four times a year at the most. Yeah. Maybe. There are some Saturdays, though, that I'll wake up and be like, I wish I wish I had pancakes. Yeah. But I then I never love... make them, and then and then it just goes away. Oh, I still love just out. a bisquick pancake with some butter and syrup. I feel like I like waffles now better. Than pancakes. Agreed. I've always liked waffles There's, more. They're yeah. More yeah, and they're like crispy on bomb. the outside, and like yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of into waffles. You like the go get them and the G and B waffles. I've never had the those. Ones? Oh, they're fantastic. I've never had them either. Whoa. I bet they are good. Whoa. Pretty them, good. I've seen them made downtown. Oh, but only pretty good. He good. says fantastic. I think I may have got a soggy, soggy. No, I oh, never that's funny. I've never I never got Wait, where do you get it at? The one in Larchmont or downtown? I've had it at both, and they've honestly they're verbatim. Oh. It's shocking. They I smell mean, really good. The exact same. Yeah, you, that's the thing that gets you because there's they put a, a great amount of yeast in there. Yeah, so you can. It's like really love, aromatic and it's quite good. I love putting fillings in waffles, and I feel like it's really uncommon as opposed to you always see like pancakes with a bunch of different oh, ingredients. But it seems like waffles people go vanilla on it the entire time. Yeah, I kind of like it just plain. But like adding like bacon or any like in rhubarb or yeah, yeah, in the rhubarb, it's in, tough. In the waffle maker, I love it. Tends how thin your uh, your mold is, I suppose, because it's hard right. to get stuff. Yeah, in. I, I mean, kind of like, just go for yeasted. I like mixed yeasted into the batter? Yeah, in the batter. Uh, well, remember when we were in the kids, we get the, the, the blueberry well, ones that were frozen, and they'd be covered right. in blueberries inside. They were so good, so I'm kind of with you. Legos, well, it's the same right? thing, or too. Eggos. Yeah, Eggos. Eggos. Lego, Quad, yeah. Lego Quadruple Ego, toasted Ego. blueberry Eggo? Yeah, we got the... the but the, any fruit, hippie ones any fruit you put in, like blueberries or apples or anything you can imagine, there's all those little crevices and crannies for them to hit the surface area with and just like caramelize up on the waffle as opposed to, I don't know, I feel like you're only hitting the flat part of the, of the pancake. But when you slam that waffle iron shut, it does a really good job of caramelizing up them fruits. You love a cranny. That's true. I like a cranny. Yeah, that's why you got to, uh, when you have like a crumpet, you're supposed to like tear it instead of slice it. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I've never eaten a crumpet. I don't think crumpets are great. Actually, Trader Joe's crumpet not bad. Not really? bad at all. Yeah, it's mm. pretty damn good. Maybe I'll try it. It's kind of like a. It's like an English muffin, but right. a little more, a little sweeter, sweeter right? and yeah. it's a sweeter. little more pillowy. Yeah, spongy. A little spongier. Mm. It's pretty fucking tight. A little butter on there. Forget about it. Forget about <laughs> it. I would uh, like to mention the ample amounts of photos of your absolutely beautiful dog throughout this cookbook. Yeah, she's in there a lot. 
She's really cute. It's a corgi for our listeners. Yeah. My editor, Dervla, is like very into Amelia. She's she really likes Amelia. What's your editor's name? Very photogenic. Dervla. 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 Kelly. Shout out Dervla Kelly. Hi, Dervla. That's quite a name. She's uh she's Irish. Oh, right on. Really? Yeah. Thanks to Kelly. I would have gone Not Indian. Yeah, I was thinking kind of. Maybe Dervla sounds. It sounds maybe more. When you see it, it's it's not. You're not like, well, that's a strange name, yeah. you know? <laughs> In, on paper. I don't know. D E R V L A. Oh, it sounds strange to me. Photogenic dog. <laughs> I like it. So, big, big LA food news today. Shake Shack opens today. I oh, know. Yeah. I heard about that. I feel like it's been open for ages. I thought yeah. it was open already. Yeah. There's Soft. Softies and things. I like Shake Shack. I'm, I'm excited for it to be here. I mean, I don't really eat In N Out very much because it gives me a stomach ache. It makes me feel like it shit. Real bad. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I think. I think you got to go Stewie's. Stewie's root there. He he does it pretty well. Wow, thank you. No no fry, no fry. Hmm. Double burg. Double burg instead of at In-N-Out or Shake Shack. In-N-Out. Oh, In-N-Out. In-N-Out. You don't do any fries. See, I don't really like the fries at In-N-Out that much. I don't hate them. I just I just Well done. I prefer Yeah. I They're a ticking time bomb those fries. You got 3 minutes. No cheese. All I taste is cheese and it's I'm not the biggest American cheese fan. Oh, see, I like American American. What's up with cheese? American cheese having a giant? Everyone's like loving American cheese. Everyone right loves it. It's yeah. having a really hot, trendy moment. It really hurts my body. I think Chef Steps has a. I wonder if that's what upsets my stomach or like makes like me feel can, sick. Every every place has like house-made American cheese yeah. with xylitol, glutamate, floss, blah 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 stuff. That's the one. And you're like, is this really going to be better than like some sick-ass Tillamook, Tillamook? cheddar? Shout out Tillamook. No, I know that. I feel like Tillamook is a Tillamook. sponsor for both of us. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're waiting to see the the benefits of our sponsorship, but yeah. Hey, man, I've got a half a pound of aged cheddar in the fridge right nice. now. Nice. Did it come in the mail? No, I bought it. Yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take a sample of Burger Lords. That sounds good, Tillamook. Yeah, what kind of cheese do you guys use at Burger Lords? American cheese. Straight up. Bang, yep. bang. Like Kraft Singles? Give people what they want. That's a, it's a bump up from Kraft, but oh, yeah, okay. analogous too, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's good about American cheese is the meltability. Like, yeah. it melts yeah, so, so beautifully. Like, it's picturesque. But then when it hardens, it just like, now you're, it's coated in it like a shell. But it's so like melty. Shell. It makes you wonder why it's so melty. You know, like, yeah, because it's God, like practically God didn't unreal. make this cheese melty. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it, science did. When it heats up and then Miles cools. Santo made it melty. When it, when it melts and then cools down, whenever I see it, I just think, there's no way my body can break this down. Sure. Like, this is going to just last inside of me like gum forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's well, what scary. kind of, che- what kind of cheese me. does Shake Shack use? Because I feel like it's somewhat I, I, I'm, similar, I'm right? I'm sure it has to be American. Yeah, yeah it looks like American. Mm-hmm. Is Shake Shack going to open with the chicken sandwich? I haven't, I've never yeah. had the chicken I, sandwich. I've seen pictures of it, yeah. yeah. And then they be- also have like one of their milkshake thingies with squirrel jam. No shit, that's LA exclusive. Smart. That's smart. They really got it all worked out. Wow. All right. But we got to go to West Hollywood for it. Fair enough. They're going yeah. to West they're gonna, they're gonna open exactly. one in Glendale, I think. Yeah. 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 Across, across from the American. Yeah, I'm not going to WeHo I'm for... I'm not crossing Western for a goddamn good. Shake Shack burger, that's for sure. I will. Hell no. Make a day of it. Hell no. I'll make a day going somewhere else. <laughs> you heard me? But I mean, where do you... A burger is a destination food for me. It is. It's fun. You have no. fun with it. You, you're like, you, you go I shopping... Would, I will say only I'm only saying that because I've tried the burger and I think it's good, but it's not traveling to West Hollywood good from the east side. But I would travel to try the chicken sandwich because I've heard many a good thing about it. Also, speaking of Shake Shack, they use the Martin's potato rolls. Yeah, 
which we got oh, for right. our pop-up thingy. And Shipped them direct from the company. And I ate one yesterday. Yeah. Still completely <laughs> no, as the, the day it came I off. I got the, 16 in the house right now. I'm trying to figure out what to do with them. When, did, when did we order these? They've, Let's see. So the pop-up was on a 25th, right? Yeah, uh-huh. So we got about a week before that because we wanted to make sure that because we had to order them, they had to FedEx them. They told us they were three week shelf stable, so we got them with enough time. If we had to call an mm-hmm. audible, we could get a different kind of bun. So it's been a month, pretty much. Yeah, and I pulled one out of unrefrigerated, just sitting in my cupboard. Perfectly delicious. No, fun. Maggie's parents. It's so weird. Maggie's parents scary. were in town last week, and I made them like an the LA drive-through burger, mm-hmm. and I used a Martin's potato roll. Uh, and some burger blend from McCall's, and it was like it was amazing. It was perfect, and the roll was absolutely spot on, like you thought it was baked that morning. It's a little scary why why it lasts yeah, so it long. Is. I know because like obviously a lot of these supermarket buns have preservatives in them, but you don't expect them to go a month. Mm-mm. Month is a long time. Yeah, month is like McDonald's status. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> let's do a let's do a McDonald's Martin's side by side. I can tell you YouTube the results bit. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we're going time wise. I'm not time sure, wise. but taste wise. Stewie's on a phone call. Um, have you guys seen? Your grease man called. Your grease man. His Ooh. grease man called. What's up with your grease man? This is live food restaurant stuff happening before our very eyes. Hot off the line. One was easy. Grease guy calls you. Are you worrying? Are you thinking fire? This is an emergency. I got to no, answer this phone. No no no. no, 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 no. No, the grease is it's a grease removal. Yeah. So it's just that they that, come pick it up, right? Dump. Yeah. But yeah. we we were we're we were sharing with the neighboring restaurant. We realized we need to get our own because then we need because they have control of when it gets picked up. So we need to control that because we make so much more because we change the fryer oil yep. so that's like a gobs of oil right then and there. Yeah, yeah. And then we just you know making burgers is a greasy thing. So. <laughs> it's a greasy thing. Making burgers is a greasy, greasy thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And what happened to the old days of Silver Lake when everyone had a Mercedes Benz that ran on French fry oil? Shout out Scott Mosier. What is, that doesn't really happen anymore. Yeah, I never to, see that. Used to smell them before. Those anything. people just got Teslas. Yeah. They grew up. <laughs> yeah, they grew up and got Teslas. <laughs> yeah, they grew way up. Yeah, yeah. They feel blessed. But we I feel like there was two years where. Everyone had it. It's a hassle. And you could smell... It seems like a pain in the ass. You could s- you, yeah. like, there were times where I could smell a car and I could be like, popcorn, Carl's Jr., McDonald's, donut. donut. Like You could tell exactly... Wow. And just coming out of the back of an 84 turbo diesel Benz. Love Automotive, I think, was the big one in Silver Lake. Yeah, like, oh, right. Where I, everyone I know got theirs from. It's not there anymore. I think people realize that just just buying diesel is fine. It's actually not. Or just buying a Prius is like yeah, you know you're doing the Prius best you happened. can. You know. Prius happens. Prius happens. Prius you're happened. trying. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to find the nearest Chinese restaurant mm-hmm. to fill her up. It was a messy business. Anyone who tells you that it wasn't like when I had friends who would like cop oil from restaurants and stuff, it was just like you know. Gets everywhere. It smells. It was one of those things where, like on paper, it sounds terrible. Yeah, why not? And then you start living with it for a year, and you're like, "Fuck this car. <laughs> I don't yes. want this." It's way anymore. easier to go to a gas station and yes. like, yes, <laughs> and destroy, <laughs> and destroy the environment. It's way yeah. easier to go to IKEA instead yeah. of a, a regular furniture place. Well, there also wasn't like yeah. the infrastructure of like people opening up 
gas stations or pumps at gas stations with oil either. Like if that somehow had kind of come together, I think that would have made things easier. Yeah, like charging stations for yeah. Teslas. Like those are kind yeah. of everywhere. Yeah. You can actually look. They have like maps on mm-hmm. where you there's can. App. Yeah, there's an app. So I had a friend who had an electric car and she like was going to a party. She like made us drop her or she made us pick her up at like a charging station that was in like a Radisson. Yeah, like random places, yeah. Whole Foods Park. Like Whole yeah. Foods, you get priority sometimes. Yeah, a lot you do. With your charging at Ikea and Whole Foods. A lot of like Pasadena parking structures have them. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet when in I, uh, I drove to San Francisco a month ago. And we, Whoa, we look at you. San Francisco. Yeah, man. International. <laughs> you were in the same country. Coming from the guy who was just spent a week in Northern California. Got back yesterday. <laughs> you want to talk about this right now, Andre? But we stopped at a random Starbucks to get some coffee. You know, rest the legs. And then behind the Starbucks was 12 Tesla charging stations. No shit. It was lined up in a row, not a single car on there. That's crazy. That's a lot of charging stations. It's a Tesla, lot. Tesla spent a lot of money. Where was this? So where there, was this? Right? Northern California, like, though? No, this so was halfway between LA and Tesla. Halfway, because I was like, oh, if you're in Mountain View, that makes sense. That's like the oh, it was like, yeah. Tesla It was like owners. truck stop in... So weird. In, you know, whatever. What? Or something. Well, I guess they're they're thinking. They're, I think Tesla is going to release a cheaper thirty thousand dollar version Ooh. that's going to compete with the BMW three series. I think mm. that that's the market they're after. It looks attractive. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think it. I don't know if it's going to look attractive, but that's. I think they were supposed to release it this year. I was actually kind of waiting for that car, but then I was like, Do I really want a thirty thousand dollar car? So I don't have one right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't really care because I don't drive that much. Yeah. So yes. um, so yeah, we'll see. I don't know. And also, when you buy one of those cars, especially at, like the first car of its make, mm-hmm. the first year, that's kind of risky. Because yeah. it usually doesn't, they don't have, they haven't worked stuff out. I learned that I with if, Apple products. Right. It's not the best. <laughs> first, first gen, not always the best idea. Yeah. yeah. So I think I might, I might buy a new car and then get that years. There you go. So I'll plan. What kind of car are you going to get? I was thinking of getting a Prius C, like the little hatchback. The little, the little one. The little dude. Cause I have a mini now and I feel like that's, it's a it's a lateral move. It is a lateral move, and I've gotten really used to the small the small size, like parking wise. Like mm-hmm. I I'm always like, oh, can I fit? And then I'm like, fuck it, I'll make this fit. And like I do, you know. Yeah. So if I went you can from go that, in vertical. yeah, pretty. And you drop the, and you drop <laughs> the seat, go in vertical. But you can drop the seats too. You got so much room. In yeah, those yeah, that's what I do with my mini. I can fit so much stuff in my mini, well, sort of. But corgi playtime. Yeah, yeah. The, the mini is roomier than you think. It is. I used to be totally is. fine driving Sam's old Mini. Yeah. And I kind of like the idea it's that the fun. Prius C has four doors. I'm into oh, that. that's nice. Especially going from a two-door car that sometimes is a pain in the ass. Four now it's tight. Yeah. So that maybe I'm going to do that. I don't know. I was passing by the Toyota dealership the other day, and I was like, oh, I don't really want to talk to Just make to sure anybody. you don't get one of the that's weird colored ones. This the day. Yeah, yeah, they can be ugly. But like, yeah. There's like a lot of weird orange. Yeah, no, no, no. Orange. It needs to be like gray or black or like. I always wonder what. Who are the people that buy regular cars in crazy colors? People that don't like resale value? Yeah, I, f- exactly, I feel like yeah. it must be so, it Well, they're heavily discounted, too, I think. I think the question is, why do Initially? why do car manufacturers pick insane colors for normal cars? Well, sometimes to, people special order their insane colors. Right. Well, people really like, like, I love, I'm the chick who loves purple, and I'm going to get this light purple Kia. And yeah, when, you have, when it comes time to sell that, it must be so hard. Like selling a car already is a pain in the ass. Yeah, but imagine if that thing is just neon. I have a yellow. purple car. 
I think you just you have, get a painted. I have a purple car. <laughs> Different. Purple. It's a dark Yours purple. It's a dark purple. purple. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. You got yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple's yeah. my fave color. Right. Like, naturally. There's it'll... obviously a I lot of. <laughs> there's a lot of. Col- right. Bad colors. Right. It's my food especially podcast. If, especially if you're swerving, had a couple of drinks, you don't want to get the attention no. of having the orange car. You don't. Easy to find a parking lot. Or an 82 Cadillac. Definitely don't want that. Food. Speaking of, we're Cadillacs, not talking about food. Yeah, I just got a Vitamix. Speaking of Cadillac, nice, nice, all black. Variable speed. I'm living life. Good resale value on the all black. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's it's it feels good to be in the club. I'm very jealous. jealous of Vitamix. You have a much nicer Vitamix than me. That makes me sad. Just because I bought it at a different time. That's all. But that handle. I want to. Nice. I'm going to get up. Yeah, go look. Yeah, go check it it's out. It's shiny. Yeah. It's not a matte black. That's the dog. It's pickles. <laughs> I, I, I love me a Vitamix. For the listeners at home? Love me a Vitamix. As a former smoothie shake maker, try to get that, get that variable speed. Don't get just the high low. Like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ramp it up. Yeah, you gotta ramp it up. You know. You gotta feather that clutch, baby. Yeah, you gotta feather the clutch. It's good. It took, it took me years to justify spending that much money on a dang blender. Yeah. But, but my old one just took a, took a crap on me, so I, I bought, you're gonna buy one, you gotta, you gotta get the Vitamix. I bought my first one. On the at Costco shopping with a couple friends for a barbecue you and I were gonna have. You remember this? We were going barbecue supplies, and they're doing the the road demo. And I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and they made this slushy that was so perfect that we were. I was like, "We are buying this right now, and I'm gonna return it tomorrow." <laughs> but we're gonna make margaritas all day, baby, mm-hmm. all day, and. uh and then I just fell in love with it and kept it. It became our little baby. It's a beautiful thing, though. No, I fully intended to never own a three hundred and fifty dollars blender. I was like, "What crazy person does this?" No, they're more expensive than that. I think. I yeah, will yeah, return yeah, it. Yeah. When I bought it, it was three fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah, a new one now is like four ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, they and then there's like a. And they have like the platinum. Yeah, that's series. like seven fifty or whatever. Oh God. But I was thinking, like, when you're when you're an avid home cook, you have the the nice KitchenAid mixer, mm-hmm. you have the Vitamix blender, you've got the the Cuisinart food, food processor, processor, you have a sous vide. Like, what? Where I do you, will if they get shipped to me. Where Jewel. do you go? Where do you go from there? Like, R- what's the Robo what's Coop? the next thing? Robocoop type. Like, wh- like once you have all these like top that's top it. shelf things, you, that's it. You have it all. Yeah, you don't need duck to... press, baby. You get a duck press. Maybe a, what about a pressure cooker? Yeah, a pressure cooker. Josh, my boyfriend, has been wanting to buy a pressure cooker, and like, I just have so much shit that it's like it. Something has to leave before it comes yeah. in, yeah. so it's 100%. like you're gonna have to part with something. 100%. I don't know what it is yeah. to get that. Why does we he don't want the pressure that. cooker? Or build a cabinet. I don't know. He want. Yeah, exactly. He wants to like be able to make beans in an hour, and I'm just like, I I don't even eat beans. <laughs> like what? Why? You don't eat beans? Not real. I don't really eat that many beans. But it's, I I, from what I, pressure cooker owners tell me that it's not only it's time, that, it's also texture. Right. Like, it makes, it makes a mean bean. Yeah. The pressure cooker. That and But meat, like, do you, you can, are you willing yeah. to spend 200 bucks to have like a faster bean is the thing? Oh, I'm not. Right. Well, in the world where you've already got everything else. Yeah. And you're like, what am I going to play with next? But I also feel like the pressure cooker doesn't come so we're ramping up in kind of luxury items, right? Pressure cooker, you get a decent one for like 40 bucks. Yeah, you can... And so that can be at the start of the journey. But okay. when you're hitting like the Vitamix at 350 400 now we're talking about a $2,500 sure. duck press. We're going luxury right now, mm-hmm, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Right. But I feel like a Vitamix is something that I I use. I mean, I don't even use it that often, but I use it definitely more than I ever would a pressure cooker. Oh yeah. Ever. Oh yeah. And sure. a stand-up mixer, I 100%. use. I mean, maybe it's because I bake a lot, but I use Definitely a stand-up mixer like several times a week. Damn, I do not. That I will say, and this is also like you just pointed out, because I don't bake that much. I would say the least used item in my house is the the stand mixer, and I actually almost use it more for like grinding the meat grinder yeah, than I, I even do for like the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or pasta rolling. Yeah. You know what else I use a lot, and I don't know if you guys are into this. Mm, I am. Is I use up. a spiralizer a lot because I make. Spiralizer. Vegetable noodles yeah, a lot. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so the like spiralizer. Spiralizer. So you put like a cucumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did sweet potatoes the other day. Hmm. I made like a sweet potato. What? Raw. You do it raw, you do and, it then raw and then you can the, cook the it. sweet okay, potatoes. So then you cook. I cook the sweet potatoes in a pan, and then I transferred it to like a casserole dish, and then I um, put it in the oven and baked it, and then I cracked eggs on it, and uh, it was like a ooh. sweet potato bake. So it was I like a the, little bird's nest yeah, situation. Yeah. I bet the texture was really nice of the it sweet was, potatoes. It was. Yeah, it was like, it me. wasn't overly cooked. It was, it, they didn't have like a bite necessarily, but they weren't like overcooked mashed. It wasn't like mashed sweet potato. It had mm-hmm. like a little It had texture. a little bite to it. Yeah. Because otherwise Teeny it'll bit. just turn into mush. Yeah. I cool. forgot to mention this earlier, and I want to make sure I say it because it's one of my favorite things. But you know what? And I thought of it when you're talking about the sweet potatoes. You know when you get like the shredded hash browns in a bag, uncooked from stores, and you can make hash browns. Put those jammers in a waffle maker. Oh yeah, you know you <laughs> can do that. Amazing. Yeah, people people it's love like putting other things in a waffle maker besides yeah. batter. It's great. Huh? This so Super my, great. my favorite Steaks. person to follow on Instagram is one of the chefs, one of the um, pastry chefs from Tartine. Yeah, it's the wife, her Liz Pruett, I think. Um, and so she, she does, she has a really interesting Instagram because it's a lot of like her recipe testing at home. And she talks about like different things that she's testing and working on. And one of the things is she like wanted to test different doughs in a waffle maker. So she put like Tartine's brioche dough, like in the waffle maker. And I mean, like the waffles look like sick. Like they look so fucking good. So cool. Um, and then she just put, then she put croissant dough in it, which was really interesting. So she just like tests and works through a lot of things. Um, and talks about them extensively um, in her captions, and it's just really interesting because you're like, "Ooh, that's kind of a good idea." You like to see the process. Yeah, it's the it's, first thing I look at as soon as I get home. Yeah, everybody should follow her. She's my definitely my favorite follow on Instagram right now. It's awesome. Damn. See, that's that's Instagram done right. Yeah. yeah. Like right? you have somebody who's like, "I'm gonna put a bunch of shit into this waffle iron and experiment," but also my husband makes like the best. <laughs> pastry in dough <laughs> in in the country so i have access to just all this tight ass dough i was gonna say well, we have access to like a and tight food, ass waffle maker too that's another top tier one you mean, i'm assuming a, that there's a there's a, there's the, a the, the industrial waffle. waffle maker that's for sure and it works infinitely better than one for the house mm. so Platinum, her, baby. her name on yeah. insta is liz pruett underscore tartine nice and is she recipe testing their dishes as well wordy. as their breads and baked goods she, I think, I have a feeling, I'm not, I'm not sure. Because their dishes, it's, I mean, the seems, food at Tartine sometimes people don't recognize as being as good as it is. Yeah, it seems like she, um, she's, she works a lot on the cookbook, so she mm-hmm. does a lot of, like, she's testing right now, it seems like a lot of gluten-free options, which I guess mm-hmm. if you live in San Francisco, everybody's thinking, hey, gluten-free. <laughs> and so, and, or instead, LA. Yeah, or LA. And instead of being, like, how I would be, where it's, like, just don't fucking come here. She's actually like, <laughs> oh, let's accommodate the people, which is what you're supposed to do. You know? Right, right, right. And she like, has make a it the good best. heart and soul. Yeah, and make it the best as you can and <laughs> yeah. go like, I'm going to like figure out a pot of shoe that's gluten free, which is probably not very easy, you know? 
I prefer a pot of glute. I will say the Tartine cookbook simultaneously is one of the most beautiful cookbooks you'll ever find and the least approachable you can ever use. Yeah, I've that never thing baked anything so from so dense and ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> hmm, step one, go train for in France for three years. You're like, what? No, I can't. God damn it. Well, unwrap your Viking range. It's and then... But it is, a, I mean, it is, it's a master book. It's amazing. But yeah, every time I see that book out, I'm just like, oh, so you don't use that, huh? Buy a 12-foot marble slab and cover it with semolina flour. Crazy. I think that that's why sometimes um, bakery cookbooks, I actually haven't really ever tried to bake from tartine, so I'm not sure about that. But I feel like a lot of bakery cookbooks sometimes are just not realistic for a home baker and because right. and that's how they bake because right. they have equipment and space and it's and the they oven, should man. be baking things that we can't bake at home because then why else would we go there oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I, and I, that's i'm not knocking the cookbook in the sense that like those cookbooks those master books need to exist but i just see it so ubiquitous because it's sold in so many nice places and it's on so many people's like counters or it's given as a gift it's like one of these things like oh if you like to cook it's uh it's the own. uh infinite jest of cookbooks perhaps thousand oh. percent <laughs> damn you nailed it baby yeah it is literally <laughs> like because I, I see it in everybody's home and i'm, I'm always fascinated because i don't know anybody who's been able to make anything out of it right no I, yeah i've never tried and they use ovens the size of people's kitchens yeah yeah and proofers and, it's you know, insane. like the reason why my my pie will come out like sometimes a little uneven, like there will be spots that aren't like, you know, as brown as others. It's because I'm using like a uh, normal right. oven where, yeah. you know. Have you thought about buying a new oven for your house? Uh, Yeah. I think that may be the next, the next and if move. You, if you are considering or thought of it, what... Are you, what, do you have any models? You oh, well, I've thought of? of buying an O'Keefe and Merritt, like off Craigslist, like mm. a refurbed one. Or I've thought of buying, like, I don't have a super big kitchen, so I've thought of getting, like, a really skinny Smeg. Not, like, super tiny, but, like, they, they're a little smaller. Could you explain what these things are that you're saying? So, so the br- brands of ovens. So the O'Keefe and Merritt is actually, like, a vintage stove yeah, I was that's ask, made is that in the, the 50s. Is that the style of your house? Like a little bit, yeah. It's because really it's, nice. like, it's, kind of, well, yeah. not, my, my, my house is in, like, 50s, but it's, like, 20s. It looks like a 57 Chevy kind of thing. Yeah, it's it would be cute and I wouldn't spend very much money on it. Right. Like I could probably get off Craigslist for yeah. like 250 or something like that. It probably has an the analog tanks. clock on it. Yeah. And, stuff like that. Okay, and, it, and they're pretty reliable. Like, down the middle usually, which is kind of tight. But is it more... Yeah, the griddle. Yeah. The griddle is really sick. Is it yeah. more... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But are those more like vanity than functional? No, they work functional? great. I think they're functional. I've cooked oh, with one before. Okay. Yeah. So they actually work really well. It's not just yeah. a show. I think it's the materials that they use. It's like a denser, like sturdier metal so it just, I just think they don't build them like they used to. They're using real American Detroit steel on those sons of bitches, not like these uh, Taiwanese aluminum ones nowadays. These <laughs> Just to put it in a car analogy, guys. Yeah, ah. there you go. I don't need that analogy because I don't even know that those. <laughs> so what's the what's the sh- what's the schmeg? The schmeg is like um, it's, it's, I don't even schmeg. know where it comes from actually. Like or Sounds yeah, like County. maybe maybe <laughs> English, maybe Swedish. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but they have like those really cute like um, refrigerators, but they also make really good quality ovens. And the ovens that I've seen are a little smaller. And then there's also this French company that I love, but I wouldn't do this until like I bought a house mm-hmm. um, called Lagrange. Mm-hmm. And they're like they're like they're pieces of art. I mean, they're real. They go up to like thirty thousand dollars, really big ones. But I'd probably get the skinnier one. Mm-hmm. And it's just, Damn. I mean, it's beautiful. They come in really cool colors and. Mm-hmm. It's the Lake Crusade of ovens. Uh, probably fancier than that. Probably I would I would say the <laughs> Ferrari of of uh, ovens. Huh? I think the Smeg is probably a Lake Crusade of it's ovens. Italian. 
Oh, Smeg? Yeah, which is very surprising by the name. Or at least is, they're made in Italy. Golly, jeez. Okay. That's, 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 for, that's how you're really flexing in this world. Maybe Chrissy Teigen or somebody like that might have one. Well, Lagrange, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking nice of other hook. things, Stewie, we were talking about smoking. Oh, the, me- uh, the meat. Stewie, Stewie's got the the smoker in his in his at his crib Just right now. Photo. Nice. Right now. Yeah, uh, I like to smoke vegetables stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that would be that's, great. That's my that's my goal. Because I've just never, you know, so many years of being vegan, and I've cooked better with vegetables. I'm just not that interested in cooking with meats. So mm-hmm. I'll leave it to the people who are more interested meat in that. Meatheads. But yeah, I just when I what's the vegan restaurant in Venice? Beautiful. I think it's called Make. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, Make Kitchen. When I walked in there. As I'd blown away at the smell of, of smoked wood. I was like, oh, this is bizarre. And then I ate, and there's all sorts of spreads and, and creams and all sorts of things that you would never, and smoked nuts just all throughout that really made it a really a, a nice, rich stacks, lunch. baby. So, no, that sounds it was good. Nice. It sounds delicious. That was fantastic. So I was like, well, why don't I just do this for everything? Just smoking everything. Yeah. <laughs> smoking nuts, even on the cast iron smoking skillet salt. inside of there. That sounds good. It would be easy. Yeah. yeah. Super easy. Might as well put everything I got that I, you know. Yeah. It's like making a frittata. I'll just smoke that. I don't wow. care. Just, there you go. Yeah, you could usually... probably smoke it and then put it in the refrigerator exactly. and eat it later, right? No, keep. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm looking across me right now and you're embarking on the journey of a lifetime. Oh, thank you. Right here <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like with nuts, like you want to get the the smoked honey roasted almond, mm-hmm. whatever. Like those are mm-hmm. the best ones, but mm-hmm. you always opt for just, I'll just get the plain raw ones because they're better for me. But maybe if you're able to smoke them at home, you're not really affecting. You can still control what you're putting into the nut. You can have like a healthy smoked nut that's available without having to put all the crazy stuff in there. I'm thinking it's just a big ass smoker, so I'm gonna start smoking. I'm gonna fill the whole thing. Well, if you're gonna set it up and put, you're just gonna put. You're gonna put the whole sink in like everything. All the kitchen sink. You only get one shot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what Josh did a couple years ago was he put cherries in it for a pie. A word, Ooh. and I thought we didn't really date at that time, but he did that nah. without me. Was that what sealed the deal? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, but I thought that that was a really cool idea of like smoking cherries or smoking cool some idea. sort of fruit yeah. and then well, putting it in a pie. Well, That's... cherries are already so rich. I'm sure it can definitely handle some smoke. Yeah, yeah. Pears. Did you eat this yeah. smoked cherry pie? I didn't. I just saw they it on Instagram. As I was stalking. Yeah. <laughs> Scheming on the low. I was like, what is he up to? See, that's how I, I feel like if you are trying to date somebody like you, that's what that's what you do. You, yeah, I was you like, post up a smoked ham, smoked cherry pie, and then like, oh, okay. We're 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 dating now. Mm-hmm. It worked. Congratulations. Boy. He seduced me. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of veggies do you want to be smoking, Stewie? I mean the obvious is an eggplant. Yeah, eggplant, it, yeah. Um, Trying to think, you have to because like you have to be okay with the veggies that are going to get mush. Yeah, I'm always like any mush. Friend. I think a like a crook neck a, zucchini. A all sorts of zucchinis. I was thinking zucchini. Zucchini, yeah, really zucchinis good. and I think squash, squash would be good. Like spaghetti sure. squash would the, be probably really delicious. Mm-hmm. I like. I just like those summer squash. You'll you get, get some yeah, yeah. Like a mixed batch of them and just try them all and see like what yeah. root vegetables would be nice. Toss a little bit of salt, <laughs> oil, yes. Smoked pickles. Onions are great as a cucumber. Yeah, smoke a cucumber before you pickle it. Leeks are probably nice. Leeks would be delicious. Porous that has a lot of water content. Like green spring green onions Mm -hmm. or like when you char green garlic. Charring green onions. Ramps. Yeah. Yeah. We're going into ramp season, guys. If you can find them. 
Yeah, where do you find ramps in in California? Farmers market. I feel like it's more of an East Coast. Thing. I I feel like usually it's like some guy who's like some forager in Portland or some yeah. shit yeah. gets on a plane with wet. his like basket of ramps and then sells it to like all the chefs in L.A. for like forty dollars a pound or something. Right. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. That's what I think. Are but. ramps that good though? I've, I've had ramps. Know. I've had ramps. They're fine. They're fine. They're, They're good. They're good. Delicious. Just get, like, the taste. Not- well, I mean, I think like the idea, like okay, so a truffle. Absolutely, the value of the truffle is ubiquitous and, and mind blowing when, mm-hmm. when you have a good one. But ramps are something that are grown seasonal, like in on the East Coast, and it's, it's like a weed. Yeah, and it comes in, and it's so nice to have there. But it, then it becomes elevated in a way that you would compare it to a truffle season. And you're just like, no, that's not. It's not that good. It's right. great. It's nice if you can f- pull it out of your backyard and cook it in Tennessee, but. If you're talking about actually spending top dollar for this product, it Fly tastes it like in. a really it's nice onion. It's kind of like a, it's like the shallot of a version of a green onion, maybe. Yeah. They're great. It's like I it's a little bit better. Like There's the no. The, the, it's like the it's know. the Meyer lemon of green onions. Yeah. But then again, I'm like, on a real analogy kick today. Why not? Guys, I'm sorry. The way it's as good as it is if you just picked it out of the earth anywhere you're, it was growing adjacent to it. It just can't be as good when you fly it back down or you. East to the West Coast, like uh, the whole, you can say like, the same thing about many ingredients. Yeah, yeah, but a truffle's gonna okay. hold up. But it's yeah. not, there's no way it's gonna be as good. It's a truffle a green. gonna hold. Up. Greens are like supposed to be I got the fresh. Money and the truffle, you know, to get all the use out of it. Yeah, I mean, o- all the oysters and stuff like that. Are, They're all overnighted. Different though, you know. It's not. You, you can also, have you guys it, heard of a? It. Have you guys heard of a paradise oyster? No. No. Somebody was talking. My to oyster me, game's not very strong. Somebody though. was talking to me about it last night. Said it's the best oyster in the game. Where does it come from? It comes from like a gl- glacial area of Alaska, maybe. I believe that. I actually, I, that I went too. to Boston. Like the cleanest water in the game. And East Coast oysters, like Maine oysters, I was like not a hmm. fan. No. And I think it's because Sorry, I've Kathy. only eaten oysters from Washington, like Washington, Oregon area, Northwest. Yeah, and yeah. then I ate like a Maine. And you know, it's like if you think about it, like Boston's kind of like rough around the edges. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like. Oh, you got a southy oyster. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like yeah. a. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, like you expect to have it a little struggled. sand in there. It struggled. Mm-hmm. It had a had a tough upbringing. <laughs> yeah. This is like rough. the kind of oyster that's going to offer you coke at church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. This oyster has been in and out of the system. Oh yeah. Yes. It's been chewed up. Yep. Mm. <laughs> I almost dabbled with the doing it, shooting a clam. It was I went to an oyster spot in Orange County. And they shooting had a clam? Because like, oh, they had they had clams oh, oh. on the menu too. A clam shooter. Oh. And I, I was like, I don't know why I just couldn't wrap my head around doing that. It just this it seemed kind of alien. Has anyone ever done a, I'm not a big a raw clam? I'm not a big raw clam man. Yeah. Or any kind of just steamed clams. It doesn't do it for me. Oh, I like clams. I like clams for sure. Oh, I love clams. I yeah. came around actually. Maggie and I had fantastic. a conversation this week that I. I've been trying to fool myself my whole life that I like mussels as much as clams, and it's just not true. I like clams <laughs> a lot more. I like both. I mean, you put yeah. them in like a buttery, like whiny, like herbaceous sauce. I mean, that's good. Yeah, but so is everything when that's you put true. it in that. It's true. What I came to is that I, I will know. never prefer mussels in, in that kind of that wine garlic shallot. That really? Beautiful, I will never. If you say, do you want mussels or clams, I will never say mussels. Yeah. I'll, I mean, clams are really good. Like, I love yeah. clams. Yeah, I, I mean, I like yeah. both of them. It's yeah. kind of the same thing as like when you get the the escargot, and you're like, Ooh, "This is that. really good," but it kind of just like butter. It just tastes like butter and garlic, yeah. right? And you're and it could be anything. And then I like just getting the butter that's still in the shell and putting it on my 
bread, and that's that's my favorite part, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bread. It's just like briny and lovely. Do you ever go to that Japanese market that's downtown right behind Sushi Gen? It's in that complex. I feel like we, is that where we got our masubi presses from? Behind Sushi Gen? Well, it's like it's down the street from Sushi Gen. Yes. Oh, it's okay. It's like a block away. It's like where Honda Ya is. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, yeah. It's in that mall. Oh, the yeah. downstairs of it? Yeah, yes. the plaza? Sure. That's they, actually a Korean market. That's it's Korean, really? Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny. There's there's like Thai more Thai markets inside of Chinatown than there are Chinese restaurants in Chinatown. Things like that. It's all it's the time. it's yeah Korean and Japanese, but it's it is it's heavily Korean. As it well. is heavily Korean because a lot of the seafood is Korean. Mm-hmm. The sauce is there. Yeah, I mean they have definitely a mix because I've gotten like I've bought like tapioca black tapioca pearls for boba and stuff like that there. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a mix. But that, that is then where we got the masubi presses from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is buying? Oh, this is okay. This is so interesting. What is buying boba like? How's it come? So it comes is it dry. Yeah, it it looks like clay. It looks yeah. like clay balls. Kind of how I picture it. It's really interesting. I I just made it for the first time like a couple weeks ago because I made boba like milk tea at home, and then I also used it. I made a milk tea flan. Ooh. So I love with that boba idea. on top. Mm, so I was like, nice. all right, let's go find go. some that's boba, nice. and so I did. Good call. And I, cu- I cooked it and it was, I looked online and figured out how to do it right or whatever. And it was, it was actually really simple because I, the ones that they sell at that market, the only ones that they sell, um, are quick cooking. So a lot of times you have to cook them for like 30 or 45 minutes, depending on the type, but this was quick cook. It's only five minutes. And then you transfer them, rinse them, and then you put them in like a syrup, like a, like some sort of syrup, whatever it is. A lot of people use You don't like want honey. them to oxidize. Right. right. You want, and you want them to like almost like absorb the sweetness or you want them yeah. to be sort of coated in sweetness. A lot of people will use like a combination of like water, sugar, honey, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did brown sugar and water, mm-hmm. and then you just let them soak in there, and you when use you cook them right them, away. You just like boil yeah. them in water. Yeah, you just boil. Bring like a pot of a water to a boil, dump them in, and then when they're cooked, they'll float right up to the top. Mm. My and favorite then, boba spot uses a, and maybe everybody does, and I've only noticed this one place, but um, they use a slow cooker to keep all their boba in. Oh, that makes sense. And it, like. It, the texture of it is like really good. Yeah, because a lot of you have to use it right away. Right. So that would make sense to hold it. Yeah. So they just make probably one big batch in the morning and then hold it the entire yeah. day. What if you reconstituted them in alcohol? Would Come that, on, would, man. The, would the boba soak up the alcohol? You don't want the feds on this, man. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I don't know if if tapioca is like absorbent. Absorbent. I, I guess it's maybe. Dense. Yeah, I don't know. I've never tried it. There's the, at that restaurant EP and LP they do boba cocktails oh. and they have the boba machine that seals the plastic lid on top and you poke it in. Oh, is the dope. boba smaller? Is it normal size? No, it's regular size. They just like they just smaller. basically make like a, a, a milk better. tea cocktail with whatever alcohol is in it and they just you know shake it, put the bobas in, and put the thing on. Maybe some diplomatic milk tea. Okay, look at it. Check. Yeah, we we have this constant conversation on this podcast about like things that you can make better at home and things that you can't make better at home. Mm-hmm. Milk tea is straight up something you can make at home, and it is so much better than those those like synthesized powders that oh, they yeah. use for it. Like, and like they use coffee mate, like that's like the thing that a lot of ugh. a lot of places use. And I actually made it. Um, I I made it with almond milk instead yeah. of regular yeah. milk, and yeah, I made it with like Califia, and I thought it was really good that way. Sure. When, when you get like Lighter, the, the scratch milk tea from Pine and Crane. 
Mm -hmm. It's like you've never had milk tea before because you're dude. They're using really high end, high grade teas. Their milk, their milk teas are really good. And it's just like, what is this magical syrup? (laughs) It's so good. They're phenomenal. They have like a sea salt, like whipped cream Mm -hmm. milk tea. It's like bomb. Their drink, their drink game there is really good. Stellar. Very strong. But it's like that is one. That is one. Something that you can make at home, and the better quality sourcing ingredients you're doing, you're you're gonna taste. The entire way through. 100%. Unlike a chicken soft taco from Del Taco, yeah. which you cannot <laughs> recreate at home. Leave it to the press. Bean yeah. and yeah. cheese burrito from Del Taco. I don't know if I can do that. Nope. Nope. I would probably need a pressure cooker. Bang, bang. <laughs> there you go. Don't want to go down that road. Just go to Del Taco. <laughs> uh, speaking of Japanese stuff, I ate at Raku a few days ago. Sushi Raku. Um, not Sushi Raku. No? Um, it's not that place in WeHo that's like... Yeah, really that's bad. sushi Roku. Yeah. This is oh. Roku, which oh, is yeah. the yeah. is the Japanese <laughs> place. grill place that was originally in Las Vegas, and they moved, they opened up in LA on oh, La Cienega, right. and it's like a very chef. Who'd you eat there? Chef destination. I did a little date night with Sam. Mm. It is at the top of my list. You've been there what twice now? Been there twice. Yeah, that is, it is at the top of my list of something to try. Was it's, it good? It's really good. It's one of those places where it's expensive as a son of a bitch, but it's totally worth it. Right. Huh. Kind of like Kispaka or something like that, where mm-hmm. like you know that you're going to get a big ass bill, but yeah. every time, every everything you eat, you're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I mean, they like they have the best. They make tofu to order for you, and they, it's like with some pickled mustard greens and some sweet chilies and things like that, that and like different good. different kinds of salts and things you can put on it. Just that alone is so good. But we had like. Some some crazy stuff. I had a sukiyaki hot pot with A5 Wagyu. Whoa. That was wild. Really and then you, it's served on on the side. Is There's it, a bowl. Is it served raw and then you're dipping? It's it's served raw and then you it cooks in front of you on the table mm. with the with the, the clay pot lid on and then they tell you when it's ready. Damn. But then I they, feel like you're actually getting Wagyu at a place like that. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like in the in the sense mm-hmm. that like I think it's so rare that you're actually Tasting or getting the kind yeah. of quality that people are trying to market to you. No, I'd, I'll show you a picture after off pod. I'd love it, to see it. It pic. totally looks. Put it on the gram. I might gram it. Okay. They also have the giant four foot tall pepper cracker <laughs> that, that I sat right in front of, and I got to crack pepper on on. That's on the gram. Anything I ordered. That's funny. The the the, the hard part about the giant pepper cracker. This is this is a giant pepper cracker um, life hack. Ah. You it 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 puts out so much pepper. The P mail? You can't P mail. You can't like literally like one sixteenth of a turn and you're drowning in pepper. There's so much pepper I mean, comes up. Huge... Oh my gosh, this it's, it's gigantic. Like, oh my gosh, that's huge. Yeah, it's huge. I mean it, it's giant. I mean it's it, it was it's bigger than a baseball bat. I wonder how full of pepper it is, because then that's a lot of force going down, so it's even going to shield even more. The that's more true. Yeah, you have just, in the hopper, it's going to. We need to get down. JPL on that's this. Sure. <laughs> Let's take it to the lab. In the hopper. But um, they have, they have this really amazing thing where it's a little chunk of chicken breast that they wrap in chicken skin and then and grill it on the skewer, and like the the chicken breast is like the juiciest. I've ever had in my life. It's so succulent. It's so succulent. <laughs> no, I, I'm excited to go to this place. Uh, I'm not excited to spend the money, but I'm excited to try it. It's going to happen. How much is it like a person? With 
food and if you get drinks with food it. Food only, food only. No, food and beverage. I feel oh, like okay. I wouldn't go there and I have both, just... Baby. I yeah. want both, baby. You can pregame with a little Spetka in the car. And That's then true. I would, you know I would what I'm say, saying? I would say food only, <laughs> hundred a person. Ooh. That's rough. Yeah, that's, that's rough. Juicy. And yeah. then you throw in drinks, and mm-hmm. and you're in Bev Hills, right? Pretty much. It's it's La Cienega. It's like by opening ceremony. Yeah. Oh, so it's okay. close. So that's like WeHo. It's in the rich yeah. part of WeHo. I mean, that's yeah. hundred. You can do a lot with a hundred bucks a person. Yeah, I know. So but much. the thing is, like, little things there add up. Like, you can you can do it the affordable way. You can just get like a bunch of little skewers, and then. You can get like a thing of yeah. The Wagyu hot pot is not helping the bills. No, low. but they have like a really good cold green tea um, soba noodle with the poached like a sous vide egg, and it's like nine bucks or something like that. Right. And that's like totally filling. But there was a a dish where it was Wagyu steak that was grilled, and so it's like this big wooden box, and then a, a stone that's like six inches wide that's like burning hot, and they just put the whole steak they on put there. Grass in there. Do they burn like the... I don't know. They might. Yeah. And then they cooks at your table. It's like sizzling and all that stuff. And they cut up in little slices. And they pour like burning cognac all over it. And the whole thing like steams up and flames. You and had this or you I, saw I, this. No. So it's a show too. It's a show. The person... But it's like... it's a Vegas. It's a steak that's like four inches long. It's like a tiny... It's like... Less than one portion. So whittle guy, and it was sixty bucks yeah. for that. But it's one of those things where you're like probably going to be one of the best steaks you've ever right. eaten in your yeah. life, kind of thing. And you don't need more than a few bites of it, no. as opposed to like the nine dollar pork chop at Kispaka. That That's gigantic. Quite right? a few. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you just went there last week, huh? I did. You went I love Kispaka. You re-upped? It is my. It is my favorite place. I yeah, think, it's, it's to really treat good. myself something special, and they have Kulatello right now, which is. So they've oh, been aging not. for three years, which is crazy. But um, I did go there, and I had the exact same meal we had for my birthday, mm-hmm. and I was so happy. Damn, so I was like, good. "Do I want to?" Tri-? Nope, nope, I'm not gonna. I'm good. Um, Pork chop. We we're going on a fishing trip next week. We are. Oh, how are we gonna do? Uh, what are we gonna do with this fish? Smoke have it. you ever have you ever cooked fish <laughs> from it. a fishing trip before, Adriana? No. It's really <laughs> so good. It's really good. You, that like, sounds really fun. Though. Like like your like your boyfriend, your boyfriend being gone all day mm-hmm. with the boys. You know, having a couple Bud Lights in the ocean. He comes back with a Bar. cooler full of fish and dumps it on the kitchen table. Sounds like a river runs through. And you guys, <laughs> Brad Pitt coming home. I'd be like all shirtless. Right. Yeah, he's all got right. he's got a salmon <laughs> shirtless Brad Pitt salmon over his shoulder. Yeah, I've got tonight's dinner. And, and then you like, gotta, great. Is that something that you're, that, I've never are you into that vibe? Yeah, I'm into the vibe. Um, I've never experienced it though. Huh. Um, most, but I would be into it. The most fun, I feel like, which we did, we have done many times, cause you might still have a little bit of a beer buzz on too. You start frying fish and making fish tacos. Yeah. The, the thing oh, yeah. that I've learned, if you ever go on the fishing so trip fun. with your bros and you come home with, you know, 10 pounds of, Weird strip immediately and wash your clothes. rockfish fillets. I think the idea is whatever you have, cook all of it at that same day. Yeah, 100%. invite all of your friends, as many people over as it's going to take to eat all of it, because there's always going to be like a third of it that you don't get to, and then you put it in your freezer, and then just sits in there yeah. for like nine months, yeah. and then you just throw it away. You just don't use it. Yeah. You just never use it because it's just like weird fish, and you just you're over it. So, but I do. I think it would be. We've never done this, but 
I think it would be really great to do use part of it in like a Thai fish stew. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because the, the, the meat of the fish is just so tender when That's you're pulling jam. it. Well, at least, I mean, we're getting like <clears throat> a lot of rock cod, which is a mm. light, flaky white fish to begin with. Yeah. That's a pretty common it, thing it to be pulling nice up, and, and it's really nice. I so. have a recipe in my book oh. um, that I really right. like. Great segue. Cheer of the crazy. Um, do you have the book handy? Yeah, it's right here. Oh, great. It just happens to be here. Um, well, and it's a whole fish. Oh. We are leaving out of Huntington Beach at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Ooh, that's a beautiful picture. You got it, has, it has quinoa underneath. Mm-hmm. And tomatoes? the tomatoes and the peas have been cooked with like butter and herbs mm. in like a pan. And then you pour it over the fish. Mm. So this is a whole, what is that, a branzino? This is a branzino, yeah. Oh, beautiful. But you could do this with like a snapper. You could probably do that with like the rock. The rock. What's cod. up with all women yeah. always wanting to order the whole Branzino? Yeah, what's up with yeah, it? It's always the expensive thing on the menu. Yeah, I, I you guys I'm, always want. I was bored. I was. This came from me being really bored of seeing like people putting like little slices of lemon in it, and it's like, yeah. all right, we can do something else. Mm-hmm. Right. So, English peas. Those are pretty. And then herbs like Italian parsley and mint. Mm. That um, looks delicious. And then you just cook the tomatoes down a little bit. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, but I'm glad you mentioned it because maybe we should leave a fish whole and bake it in salt. Sure. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, smoke it. Have them clean it. You could smoke it. Thanks. Yeah. All right. You should definitely smoke some. Come on. Smoke something. I would smoke it, but I don't. Even, I don't know who that would be. You, you, right. you should you definitely smoke some. I'll have it ready. Smoke. All right. Yeah. Yeah. March. Oh. Gonna have the white boy in the March twenty third. Yeah. <laughs> March twenty third. A week from tomorrow. It's a Wednesday. Ah, We're going to be fishing all day. We're going to okay. drive up and then go straight to your house. Okay. So We're going to get so many beers. We're going to get the fryer set up. We're going to get the smoker set up. And no, we're yeah. going to do a whole salt thingy. We're going to invite everyone over. Yeah. All of our listeners at home, you are not invited. And then we're Except just going to really there. have a good time. <laughs> yeah, that's tight. And we're going to go See through all the fish. There's going to be no sides because we're going to have so much fish to get through. We'll just get some tortillas. Okay, we'll get yeah. tortillas. All right. Maybe He's like, okay, 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 we'll do that. some quinoa. You twist some arm. We'll get, we <laughs> some crema. We'll do a bunch of, we'll do a batch of quinoa. I'll make sides. Um, have you ever gone to the blue, uh, the blue taco truck in Highland Park? What is it called? El Mar. Villamar? On, uh... It's on Figueroa. It's like the tostada yes, with I shrimp. Have. And then mm-hmm. they have this, like cucumber like crema sauce that they put on the base with like hot sauce and then they put like Ooh. cold shrimp on it or cold Ooh. fish it's by the park right yeah it's right by the park yeah Ooh. and it's yeah, like a three dollar lunch yeah, really good you could get like two for six if you're hungry you want to lunch see yeah. i'm hungry Glad but you could see. do that kind of style with that yeah, fish would good. probably be really good you could even <laughs> do, do it with the smoke raw. fish yeah do some smoky rousies fries Whatever you want to do. The fish fiesta is going to go down, guys. I'm excited. Yes, that's good. Sounds good. I am. Yeah. Give me some clams. Okay, I'm super excited, but it's With like. Chipino. We have come back <laughs> empty-handed after getting up at 4:30 in the morning. Where are you guys going? Because where where are you driving to? To to Huntington, they HB. said. Our hometown. Oh. Uh huh. You can leave out of San Pedro, Long Beach, HB, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of all those Newport, Newport and all the way down to San Diego. You fish while listening to No Effects. Yes. You can, right? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'll have a podcast loaded up. Don't, don't talk to me. Don't call me Whitefish. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll give a full fish report next week's episode. Um, but this is the last part of our show where we talk about the best thing we ate all week, guys. I'm torn for once. 
I've actually Did you totally torn. Well, I'll, I'll okay. start it. I'll start it up. I'll give you some time to think about it, Andre. But it, it comes from Raku. Ah. It is a very dumb dish that it costs thirty dollars. <laughs> and Sam and I got one of them each. It is one oyster that's filled with caviar, and that's it. It's just one. It's just like one oyster sitting on crushed ice with a little orange wedge slice, like a little petite orange slice, enough to get four drops of perfect oyster, and then just a heaping scoop of the best caviar you've ever had in your life on top of it, and that's it. You just eat it all in one bite, and then you you, you savor it up. And I felt so stupid and amazing. Bite. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you we guys did great, damage. Though. Yeah, you guys, place, you guys huh? went. Wow. We did all not know out. it cost thirty dollars oh. until after the fact. Yeah. Okay. Because there's like, here's the menu with all the prices, and then here's the chalkboard that we bring to the table with all the stuff that sounds like fifty <laughs> times better than the shit on the menu. Now, what is? Your, like, that's when they you? get you, and you feel like a cheap asshole if you're like, "How much is that?" Yeah, one? yeah. You, know, yeah, you yeah. don't want to do it. I do it. I'll do it. I mean, I won't do it if I think it's going to blow the vibe of the table, but I will be like, how much is that? Well, I asked about the, the Wagyu Sukiyaki hot yep. pot, how much that cost, but for the caviar, we're just like... It can't be that much. What, 50, 20 bucks? That's what I, I would probably have thought, was, like yeah, 20, 15, right. 20 bucks, and then you get 30, and you're like... That's yeah. just that much more. Times I two. You, it's a yeah. hundred bucks a person, dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah man. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go in. Nuts. Thank you for that dinner, babe. You're the best. Oh, hey. <laughs> All right, Stewie, you're up. Oh, I um, mine is the antithesis. How much caviar? Of that. Which which kind of caviar is on yours? The sturge. Yeah. It's a regular sturge. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, this, mine's from Go Get 'Em Tiger, and their pie game is strong. Oh, apple, I have a pick. Okay, oh, a nice you got a layer. Pick. Great apple for the pie. podcast. The crust is fantastic, but the topping is crumble. So I get best of both worlds because I'm a big crumble guy. You're a crumble head. I'm a crumble head. So this is a pie. Do. Don't get me around crumble. So pie on the oh, bottom, that looks really crumble good. on top. It's, it's quite good. Buttery, flaky. It was fresh. So it was like this perfect that looks good. room temperature just sitting out there. And it was like, and it was tough because because it, it looked so good. And the guy behind the counter was so like, you have to get this thing. No one's ordered it yet. And they're all dummies. And then because mm. they had strawberry rhubarb in a crumble form that was looking Beautiful, you know when it runs over the edge, mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, like oozed out oh, a little god. bit. Yeah. There was just such a tough call. I don't know how I didn't get both of them, but god, good god, it's super buttery. So very stony just now. Mm-hmm. How I didn't get both of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't get. Both. I like how I like how Stu also has like taken the mic off of the stand and yeah. he's like to talk I'm about his. He's like he's like about his like, straight talking yeah. express, baby. Like I don't yeah. like to be confined by the, right. You want to move around? I've never taken it off. I don't even know what it's like. It feels really good. I want to try because I like to like I like the double elbow. I like to lean back right you kind of feel like you're like a comedian that just comes to the yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like or you feel like Ariana Grande on her second verse of SNL <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and all of our listeners at home sorry about the sound that you heard of the three microphones being removed from their mic stands Ooh, is that, that, is that an obnoxious noise it, it, it can be I, I think okay. I've got it down oh. it can be it's okay it's no big deal yeah. But, you know, the, the microphones pick up all the little subtleties. And usually when you do the mic stand removal, wait, silence. Uh, you heard that at yeah. home. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't hear it that much in the room, but I at heard. home, yeah, nightmare on your ears. How, How are these mics with um, leaf blowers? Yeah, there is outside. a leaf blower outside. <laughs> Just <laughs> kicked in. Another day in Killer Cali, yeah. baby. Another day in the hood. Mm-hmm. 
Um, who's up? Who's up? Who's up? Or you want to ask up. any questions? The pie was great. It's, it's fantastic. Highly recommend it. So up, do a pie with a crumble on top. And Best the, of both worlds. Crust in the bottom. Oh, Jay Z and Lil Wayne Ooh, on the yeah. same album. <laughs> <laughs> I got bars. <laughs> All right. Okay. You're up. Um, have you guys ever been to Hamji Park? Nope. Yes. Oh, the Korean barbecue spot? It's not really Korean barbecue. It's like, well, maybe they do serve barbecue. It's, they do a little you bit. go with like, you go for like pork neck stew and like these and the ribs. ribs. Yeah, the ribs. Yeah. I yeah. went, I mean, I, we go all the time, but this mm-hmm. is in the last week. It was the best thing I ate for sure. Yeah, the pork neck stew from Humji Park. Woo. It's really good. There's like big chunks of potatoes and. Yep. Really? And, pork neck. And pork neck and it's all. And it's like in the broth, this broth that's. A little uh, spicy, not too bad. Super, yeah, it's pretty spicy. And then they give it to you with like a side of rice. Mm-hmm. And you like put the broth on the rice. I'm into that. You're and, sucking like, some that. pork meat off of a neck bone. Yeah. Pork necks are a magical little thing. So I, yeah. I roast them when I do like a Sunday gravy pasta sauce. So I'll roast them in the oven. Mm-hmm. Then they get dropped with some San, San Marzano tomatoes and mm. cook all day. Mm. But even when, they, even when they've just roasted for like 45 minutes, I'm always eating like three or four of them when they come out of the oven. They're so good. So they're really good delicious and the and the, the ribs? and the ribs. the ribs the ribs are like sticky yeah. and a little sweet not really spicy they're more like on the sweeter side my favorite part about that place is like that's that's what everyone orders that's what you're supposed or to order the ribs and the pork neck soup so you tell them when it's busy they'll just ask you like you guys are getting how many soups and how many ribs are you getting so they appear at your table like two minutes after you sit down because yeah. all they do is just make that constantly. Yeah, that's pretty much. So there's no much... like, hey, can I get you guys start with some drinks? Like, no. How many ribs you want? How many pork soups you want? And you're like, three. Two of each. And they have just, other boom. stuff on the menu, but I don't yeah. know if I've yeah, ever seen do. anyone order anything else except those two things. Sure. Yeah. That's I all mean, you need. Beer. That's what you're, yeah, you just beer. Bring and the beer. restaurants and beer. beer. Oh, and that and beer. So good. Anything else? Yeah. Any, yeah. Yeah, never order anything else. How late are they will be very mad. They're open late. I want to say like midnight. That's the and their banchan is like really whack. Like it's not very good. No, but that's that's like not why you go. No, no. All right, Andre. All right, I'm gonna say two things. (laughs) First of all, I want to thank my family. Yeah, big man upstairs. Well, the reason why I was out of town, uh, my friend Bob, uh, who's been on the pod and helped Mm -hmm. us with the pop up. We went Hi, to go Bob. visit his sister who moved up there. She's a marine biologist, so she moved up to Carmel and is working there near Big Sur. And she is a phenomenal baker. Um, she, you've had her cookies. We get a tin of the cookies when she still lived here every Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she makes the Momofuku milk bar corn cookies. And they, oh, yeah. she made a batch for us for coming up, and they were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Classic cookies. Yeah, and it's not a difficult recipe, but they're just so good. So... Look for that recipe. I think it's even online if you don't want to get the milk bar cookbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm sure you've made those cookies before. I've never made them. But you've eaten one. I have. Okay. I've eaten one. Do you like they're, the corn cookies? They're very sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. Her, her stuff sweet. is too sweet for me. Yeah. It's mm. it like Not my thing. Not my thing either. Which is interesting because I'm not usually a big sweets guy. But these. Same for me. Maybe, maybe now that you have the recipe, you can just make it with less sugar at home. Yeah. And maybe, maybe you you'll can. grow to love it. And then yeah. you can cook it in a waffle press. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Full circle. Sweet, not so sweet corn cookie waffle. Cookie uh, waffle, ooh. yeah. Hit the bong before that one, buddy. <laughs> I feel like you would do really well on Pinterest. <laughs> That's what Pinterest is all about. Uh, just okay. like, just like fucked up, like just combinations of things that, like, you're like, you're like, are these like 
housewives like stone to repin this mm-hmm. like 3,000 mm-hmm. times. Is that yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun if we ate this? Exactly. Okay. I need to check out Pinterest. I'm so, not going to check out Pinterest. You know, you don't seem like Pinterest <laughs> audience. Are you on Vine? Are you a Vine person? I, I have a little Vine. I like, I like Vine. Yeah. Men are usually on Vine, I feel like. That's oh. funny. Interesting. Women um, are from Pinterest. Men are from yeah. Vine. I'll you just know, know that. that. Oh, you know it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Vine head. I think maybe the ladies like Snap more than Vine. Snap. I like Snap. I like Snap. Yeah, Vine is the gentleman snap. I don't even know what's. I mean, yeah. Andre's like, are nope. these uh, city, like are these uh, stores that I can visit? <laughs> I'm just what so curious. The... I've never seen Snapchat, and I've had people try to describe it to me, and now I'm like, I really do want to see what Snapchat looks like. Well, that's kind of how I felt about Tinder because I was in a relationship before Tinder came around, and Josh and I would be like, should we just like download? tinder so we can just swipe in bed like yeah. be like no yeah. no ew that guy's fucking gross ew no like that but no. we didn't but i've always been curious about it's it it's a good thing that you didn't yeah <laughs> i don't know i have friends who've met on tinder sure. and they're like, like about i know some people who've gotten married from they tinder. met like seven times no no i mean i mean you and your boyfriend tindering together in right bed. that's a little weird i think there's a <laughs> it could be a recipe for <laughs> neve's gonna show at our door we're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna like catfish somebody or my, something neve neve my friend neve Oh, Neve's your friend? Yes. I'm, I'm, Hi, we're Neve. talking about getting him on my other podcast right now. Oh, okay. I like Neve. I like Neve. Yeah. Who's Neve? He's a, he's on, he's <laughs> a guy on yeah, MTV's no, Catfish no. show, oh, Okay. which is a very guilty pleasure television show to watch. But wait, you know the guy who does that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Max. how I know him. Yeah, I know. I know. Right, I, but there's another one. Oh, there's, there's two, two guys. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm a very big fan close. of the show, so... <laughs> But I don't know. Now that I just got cable recently, Catfish is like, you know, it is a food podcast we're talking about. A, a, a food, but like that show. Yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. I texted Max. I was like, I just got cable and holy shit, I can't stop watching Catfish. It's just, really? it's fully addicting. Yeah, huh. yeah, it is. I have cable. It's wild. And now I that, now that it's like the newer stuff, it has like to do with like Instagram. It's like it, as it, as the show advances or like, the stuff oh, that aired, that's like interest, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like that's it like actually platform based. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they cover all the bases. Yeah. Savvy. What so else did you new. eat, Andre? Give us two. Okay, so the second one is, and I want to mention it. I want to mention both because one, you can make the cookie from the cookbook, mm-hmm. and two, if you're ever driving, you can eat this. If you're ever driving from Southern California, Northern California, so split pea soup. Go up the five. No, you cut to get into Monterey. The easiest way is to go up the five. Cut over the forty-six to the one hundred and one. Now, when you cut over the 46, there's been this taco truck that for the last, like, 15 years has been there, and I've never mm. tried it. Huh. And I always, it's like, it's super sketchy in a super sketchy area. It's on the five side of the 46, and I think it's called, like, the Wasco Hills. I forget the name yeah, of the I town. Yeah, I think Wasco, for sure. Okay. So, I've just always looked at it and with, with eyes of food poisoning, like, no, this is mm, not going to be bad good idea. for me. But usually, there's always somebody there. It's not like there's never a line around the block, but there's usually somebody eating there. So it's not like something insane. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it this time. I was hungry. Mm-hmm. And so I, I pull over, and there's a little sign that says handmade tortillas. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, yeah, okay, so they have handmade tortillas. No, they're, they're making tortillas to order. Mm-hmm. So I ordered two tacos, a lengua mm-hmm. and an adobado. And she starts. She starts rolling up the tortillas, and I was just like, "What is okay? Okay, I'm listening. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. listening." And the lengua taco was absolutely bonkers, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, and the tortilla was amazing. It was like a little bit thicker, but not thicker in masa, but 
I think there was just a little bit more lard in the masa mixture, so it puffed up mm. more than a normal tortilla, mm. a, a thin corn tortilla would to order. It was ridiculously <laughs> good. And then they had, this was something I've never seen in my entire life of eating tacos. The taco truck had, you know, a, bunch, a green salsa, red salsa, both delicious, cilantro onion, pickled, and just a bowl of beans. So you can oh, that's scoop tight. and put beans on anything <laughs> you wanted to. Just a nice bowl of refried pinto beans. God, that's such a good Whoa. look at a taco truck. And I've never that seen it before. Good. Never. That's a great idea. And I, so I put Only in Wasco Hills. It was, and it was so good. And the tacos were, you know, dollars. I bet it was cheap. I was going to say it's cheap as hell, right? Oh, so well, they got to feed them farmers So I'm never there, not going to stop. Hell of a like, from If you're listening on. to this and you're a road trip head, cruising up or cruising down. Well, what's nice too is that you're like your only other options are Subway and Carl's Jr. It's absolutely mm. nauseatingly it's like disgusting. Panda Express. Yeah. yeah. So, in and out. There's that one. You right. Five. So they're like the, within the first bite of this language taco, this wave of like a decade and a half of regret just washed <laughs> yeah. over me since this was the first time I'd eaten there. And I had driven by it. It was under I mean, your nose the whole oh. time. Could have been 30 years ago. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. So that's like I hit it on the way in and on the way out, right? Exactly. That's fucking cool. Make you want to not fly to San Francisco anymore. <laughs> and it's basically halfway through the drive, right? So <laughs> it's two hours into the drive if you're going up north. And if you're going south, it's three hours into the drive. So it's a perfect timing. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Beautiful thing, baby. We learned a lot today, fellas. I'm going to get the name ladies. of this taco truck next time. Podcast. I'll get. I'll try and. Uh, I'll give better details on it. If you know this truck's name, give me a tweet. <laughs> we'll shout it out next <laughs> next week. I'm Bunchy sure somebody out there knows. I, mean, I got the internet. Yeah, we got Who's to say? Well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. People can follow you online. Your Instagram, a cozy kitchen. Mm-hmm. A cozy kitchen everywhere. A cozy kitchen everywhere. The website. Buy the book. Mm-hmm. Album in stores right now. Follow me on Snapchat. Follow you on Snapchat for. A dog and food, I'm assuming. Dog, food, random stuff. But random not dog food. Sometimes dog food. Pressure cooker analysis. When are you going to come out with your own line of dog food? I don't know. You know, it's because Amelia eats weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last closing notes. Let us know what you feed your dog. Right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like right, right now? She eats like, depends on the day, you know. Um, sometimes she eats like a little frozen kale. Yesterday, what did your dog eat? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Okay. Frozen, she only eats two meals a day. Okay. Frozen kale, one apple diced, two raw eggs, one banana. Same for... Mix it all up? Yeah. Well, she's had a little issues lately because she eats her food so fast that she throws it up. She's not chewing it. So we got her this... Been like, there. We got her this dog bowl that's like a maze. Oh, those are they cool. They make them for to slow the dog down. So you put the food in the little Whoa. crevices... And then she like it, it takes her like a good solid ten minutes to eat where before she would just like, <laughs> like <laughs> eat it in like I don't eat less than a minute and I'd be like Yeah, yeah. You gotta slow it down. Slow down, so. Patty. Cool yeah. Down. Frozen kale. Like so that's from like the bags from Whole Foods. Like Perfect. they sell frozen kale. Right, right, right. So I don't have to cut anything up. Right. Yeah. I like that. Very interesting. Yeah. I like it. She likes it. I'd eat that. Yeah. We told her vet about it and her vet was like that's really weird, but <laughs> she was like every day. And I was like, yeah, every day. And she was like, well, just make sure she's getting greens like kale or broccoli. So Damn. we put that into her diet and they said she's fine. It's a lucky corgi. Yeah, I love and your dog is, is in good health. Yeah. Not, I mean, not a fatty. No, a lot of corgis are overweight. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. She's not overweight. She's, she's a good size. You got a lean corgi. Yeah. Crossfit on the weekends. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. 
No, my new dog is a corgi mix, and he's putting on some pounds. Since we got yeah, it. it's the carbs bra. in the midsection. It's the carbs, but you know she she really does love carbs. So like, if I'm baking at all, she like throws like hissy fits that she doesn't get it. Like we were making I would brioche. Too. Having mm-hmm. tasted your food, I Thank would you. too. Mm-hmm. She pissed on my bed after we didn't give her brioche. <laughs> <laughs> your, your dog a French woman? She's just a bitch. Yeah. Your dog a French woman? <laughs> no much, brioche. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and she was just like, I hate you, and like went on the bed and was like, Meh. What's up now? Yeah. You'll think twice the next time you're making that brioche bun. It's a threat. Damn. All right, well, thank you so much for doing this. You can follow me on social media, at them jeans. Andre does not have it. Chris is... Stewie Stewart. Stewie Stewart. You can go to thestewpodcast.com for all the episodes, and please go on iTunes and give us a nice rating and review, and subscribe and tell a friend if they might like a funny food pod. Thank you. Bye. 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.